0: Notice in the verse it speaks in reference to people that that know something. And as children of God, we don't just need to know something or some things. We need to have a knowing in our being. Yeah, we need to have a knowing deep in our soul. Because there are things that, that's going to attack you. And when these things attack you, You have to know who you are in God in order to stand against opposition. If you don't know who you are in God, when the enemy comes in like a storm, The thing, the demon, or such would turn you every which way but loose if you don't know who you are. You have to know who you are when everything is going well. But you also have to know who you are when you're facing tragedy horrendous situations. You got to know who you are. And in knowing who you are. It needs to be. Based upon. God's word. Yeah you need to know who you are. Based upon God's word. Because. Who people say you are. May not stand in hard times. But who God says you are. Is so. Because Matthew 24 and 35 says about God or his word. Heaven and earth shall pass. But not his word. Folk alive but. Hebrews 6 reveals to us that it's impossible for God to lie. When God said you're more than a conqueror, he he meant what he said. He wasn't just saying it to make you happy. Don't look like that. You done told folks certain things and you know you didn't mean it when you said it. Woo, y'all ain't coming clean right in here. You told them to make them happy, make them feel better, even though you didn't sincerely mean it. You you talking about when I was a sinner? Yeah, and some of us have did it since we've been saved. But God doesn't do that. If God says that you're more than a conqueror, he meant what he said. If God said you're healed, he meant what he said. If God said it may be rough right now, but it's all well is so. Say to your neighbor, but you have to know this. You have to know you are who God has decreed you are in his word. You have to know who you are based upon what is written. And what is revealed? You got to know that. You got to know when horrendous situations arise in your life. That those things are not going to last. You got to know that. You got to have that knowing in your spirit. 2 Corinthians 4 and 18 tells us the things that we see are experience. They're just temporary. They're just temporary. You, you know, I've been through things that seem permanent. Have you? Like they were never going to end. And see, I, I couldn't stay, I couldn't stay in what I was feeling. I had to base my outcome on God's word. You may feel like where you are right now, you're always going to be there. You may feel like you're cemented in, that you're not going to be able to get out, but you have to hold on to the scripture. Again, 2 Corinthians 4 and 18. The things that you see or experience are. Look at somebody and tell them real quick, it's not going to last. But you got to know that. Whoa, look at somebody else and say, it's not going to last. But you got to know that. And you, you have to know how great you are. I say you have to know how great you are. Quit always talking about how great somebody else is because they have this, that, and the other. You have to know as a child of God that you are great. Me, you don't know where I stay. You don't know. You don't know that I don't have this. It don't matter what you have. It does not matter. You are great and I'm gonna prove it. Go with me to Daniel 11 real quick. Y'all feeling happy yet? Go with me to Daniel, the book of Daniel. Chapter 11 is where we're going. Daniel chapter 11. If you're not familiar with Daniel, go to your table of contents. Nothing wrong with going there. That's why they're there. Y'all all all right? Notice Daniel 11 and 32. Those who do wickedly against the covenant, which is God's word, he shall corrupt with flattery. Basically, we can take from that. We need to stay in the word. Notice again, those who do wickedly against the covenant of God's word, he shall corrupt with flattery. But the people know their God shall be strong and carry out great exploits look at somebody one more time and say greatness is in you you. because you know your God God. now if you don't know God I'm not talking to you but if you know your God tell somebody I'm going to do some great exploits because I know my God may not have all that I need to have but I'm going to do great things because I know my God may not be smart as so and so but I'm still going to do great things because I know my God may not have went to this school that school or the other school but I'm still going to do great things because I know my God don't have all the money in my pocket that I need nor in the bank that I need but I'm going to do some great things because I know my God touch yourself and say I'm going to do some great things because I know my God. Folk don't look at you like you crazy. But don't worry about their looks. Don't worry about the expressions on their face. Just stand on what God said. Through the prophet Daniel. Those who know their God. Shall be number one strong. And going to carry out great exploits. You you need to know that you're going to do greatness in in the midst of battling poverty right now. You need to know you're going to do greatness even though you're on a fixed income. God still can take where you are or who you are and cause great things to come forth through you. But you got to know that. You ain't limited to your paycheck. Well, pastor, I barely can It don't matter that you barely can move. God still can use you. Moses had a speech problem and and allowed that to bother him to the point to where even though God had chose him, he still wanted Aaron to come to be his spokesman. But if you go through scripture, Aaron was only used as, as the spokesman of Moses a few times. Moses learned that he could do whatever God had ordained for him to do. And some of us we like to have a crutch, but it's time for you to wake up and understand that God can use you. You don't need that crutch. You don't need that person to just hang on to them all the time. God can use you. Why? Because you know your God. This is too heavy for some of y'all. See you. You, you don't reach that age. Wait, wait. I'm just selling right now. It's time for you to unseller yourself because God is not done with you. I just retired, or maybe from a job, but God is not done with you. I'm headed toward 80. I'm I'm soon to be. It does not matter. God gonna use. Some Something we don't read about. Moses, Joshua, Caleb and others, they were up in age before God even started using them. And you're like, you know I'm 69 now, so <laughs> what, what, come on, come with the rest of it. come, come on, come on, come on. You better stop limiting yourself. But folks who limit themselves and don't see greatness within don't know God in the manner that they need to. It's one thing to know, but when you have that knowing down on the inside of you, there is a distinction. You you just don't know you're saved. You know that God is going to use you. You know God is going to bless you in order to be a blessing. You know God is going to take your mediocre situation and cause greatness to come forth. In order for others to see that his hand is upon you. But let's consider also Romans 8 and 28. I usually quote it, but I want you to see it today. Go with me to Romans 8 and 28. We're talking about knowing or having a knowing in our being and the significance of it. Romans 8 and 28. When you get there, just shout, I'm there, Pastor. Now, notice what Paul does. And we, he wasn't just talking about himself, he was talking about the church. And we of the church, the true followers, know that all things, oh, y'all ought to be happy by now, we know that all things... Work together for the good to those who love God, to those who are the call according to his purpose. You know I'm sick, yeah, but it's going to work out for your good. You know I'm stealing that one bedroom apartment, yeah, but it's going to work out for your good. You know, I didn't finish high school. Yeah, but it's gonna work out for your God. You, you remember Gideon trying to tell the angel, get the an angel excuses of why he couldn't be used. I mean, he he had low self-esteem to the I don't I can't say tenth, because his were worse than the tenth degree. Daniel's Self-esteem was so low, well, excuse me, Gideon's self-esteem was so low to where he said to, to the angel, uh, you know, I'm the least of my brethren. He wanted him to know I'm, I'm way, way down. Everybody better than me. Put himself down. Even though God was telling him about the great things that he was going to do to free Israel from the Midianites. Wanted wanted Gideon to understand it's going to work out for the good. But but you got to know that. And, And before he even let him go into battle, he had to make sure that he had a knowing. In his spirit. And, and some of you, the reason your blessings are not coming the way you desire them to come is because you are yet to get embedded in you a knowing that God is going to do great things in your life. You got to quit seeing others doing Nothing wrong with that, but you got to see yourself as well. I'm happy she got hers because I just ain't in the place to get it. Who told you that? The messenger had to constantly question Gideon because he didn't have a knowing in his spirit about God. And, and what, what he did know about God was a lie. The angel said, God is with you, mighty man of valor. He ain't with me, because if he were with me, how come all this right here happening? Daniel was walking by sight. And when you walk by sight, you won't think God is a helper. You won't think God is a healer. You won't think God is Jehovah. when you start walking by sight. And so the angel knew that he had his work cut out for him. So he worked on Daniel to the point, well, Gideon to the point to where he put a knowing in his spirit. And he got such a knowing in his spirit to where even though he had Thousands of folks that, that were ready to fight once he got that knowing in his spirit to where God dropped on him. He said, hey, Gideon, I, I, I can't give you the victory. I can't give you the Midianites though you got thousands of folks. He said, because some of them still are not in the place where they need to be. He said, tell all of them that's fearful or afraid to go on to the house. And so he said, Hey, yeah, if y'all are afraid, you don't want to go to battle with me, go on to the house and get you something. I'm paraphrasing. And and so thousands left. But look at the knowing and gideon spirit. God turned around and he said, It's still too many. Too many to get a victory. So, God, you so great to where you get victories. You give victories with few folks. He said, take them down to the water. He said, but I'm going to need you to do something. I'm going to need you to watch how they're going to drink the water. And finally, it was 300. 300. And so, the knowing was so in in Gideon to where God told him, he said, I'm going to give you the victory with 300. Get this, even though they would be facing thousands. Long story short, God gave them the victory. But get this, gave him the victory because he had a knowing in his spirit. Say to your neighbor, you got to have a knowing in your spirit. You got to have a knowing right now in reference to what you're going through. Hold on. That all things are going to work out for your benefit, for your good, because you love God. Look at your situation right now and, and decree over it, this is gonna work out for my good. You gotta get your preaching on right now. Look at your situation right now and open your mouth and say, This is gonna work out for my good. This is gonna be turned around in my favor. This is going to turn out better than what I think because he will do exceedingly abundantly above what I ask or what I think oh you praying for somebody decree right now it's going to work out better for my mama than I think it's going to work out better for my cousin than I think Wow, all think Work together for the good to those who love God, to those who are the call according to his purpose. Oh, I need somebody to confirm what I'm saying. Just wave your hand like this and say it's going to work out for me. Oh, It's going to work out for me. I might as well get my victory turn in right now because it's going to work out for me. All oh, things... There is nothing that can arise in your life that God can't handle. It doesn't matter what is going on in your life, God can handle it. That's the reason you can say, based upon the power of God, all things. Woo, you can dance with it all things gonna work together for my why i love him I obey him I'm not perfect but I obey him when I mess up I repent I obey him You ain't got to cry over no no good man or no good woman. God will give you something better. All things work together for the good. You ain't got to cry over that house you desired, but it didn't work out. God got something better. All things. But you got to have a knowing in your spirit. You got to have it. And so consider Psalm eighty nine and fifteen. Consider a psalmist. that had a knowing in his spirit about God. I I, I love what Paul said. Paul said to the church, he, he said the things that were written before time are about the past. They were written for our learning. Why? So so we could so we can grasp what we need to grasp. So we can enjoy what we need to enjoy. I learned from David so I can have what David had. Who y'all ain't happy yet? The psalmist had a knowing in his spirit. And notice what he, he decreed in the first part of Psalm 89 and 15. Blessed are the people who know. Blessed are the people who know. But then he goes on and say, the joyful sound. And see, some people would when they see joyful sound they they will immediately think oh music no a joyful sound is something that that you hear you hear it literally or you hear it in your in your spirit, when your God consciousness is where it needs to be, you can hear in your spirit things that are happening around you before they even manifest. You can hear healing in your spirit before it even manifests. It, it hadn't rained in years. Ain't talking about days Years But all of a sudden After Elijah had prayed He said There is an abundance Of rain Well in my Spirit He knew that something was Getting ready to literally change Before it happened And he knew it in his Spirit I I know ain't no drops hit your head yet but in my spirit is an abundance of rain. He had a knowing in his spirit to the point to where he said you need to go tell the king that, that he need to hurry up and get to the house because a rain is getting ready to come. just to show as we are here on this Sunday morning June 26 2022 rain came after three years and six months but he felt it in his spirit it's just like some of us before your better come you start feeling it in your Spirit. Somebody gonna get a healing because I feel it in my spirit. Somebody gonna get what they've been praying for because I Somebody get ready to be blessed beyond measure because I feel it in my spirit. Don't ever wait to see something before you get your praise on. When God reveals his plan before you even see it, start leaping for some joy. Start turning in some victory. Start getting up. Your- You can hear a joyful sound when everything around you is chaotic. God is so awesome to wear, well, He can change the atmosphere. He can change your surround. You can be feeling bad one minute and getting God a Blow his breath or his glory upon you, and you will be completely transformed. Blessed are those who know the joyful sound. I heard him say, Better and bigger are here. I heard him say, when COVID was spreading around the world that good and happiness are going to continue to manifest in the lives of his people despite what they go through. I heard him when they were broadcasting how many deaths that are going forth throughout the earth that he came that I might have life. And that I might have it more abundantly. Ask your neighbor, what are you listening to? Are you listening to the joyful sound or are you listening to what the world wants you to hear? What are you paying attention to? Are you paying attention to the latest gossip or the latest mess that they're putting on the internet? Or are you listening to the Holy Spirit that dwells down on the inside of you telling you that it's going to work out in your favor despite the horrendous years that you've had in your life? is some folk ain't hearing no joyful sound because they've been listening to the wrong station. Say to your neighbor, don't be caught listening to the wrong station. Look at another neighbor and say, don't be caught listening to the wrong voice. Woo! Jesus said to his disciples My sheep Know my voice And a stranger They will not follow Y'all can talk that it ain't no bigger And better all you want But I ain't following y'all My God done told me In blessing he blessed me In moving he moved for me In opening doors He would open doors for me I trust that's what he said he's able to do. Say so to your neighbor, you got to lo- listen to the right voice. The wrong voice will mess your life up. You got to know that joyful sight. Nehemiah said the joy of the Lord is our strength. You got to know that sound that empowers you. Causes you to be made better in your spirit, your soul, and your body. You got to know that sound that comes through a prophet that is ordained to cause you to prosper. Second Chronicles 20 and 20, the latter part, believe the Lord your God. So shall you be established. Believe his prophets. So shall you prosper. You gotta hear and know that sound when it comes. That's my rhema right there. uh, I got to praise him. That's my rhema right there. Lord have mercy. God going to turn my situation completely around. Oh God, that's my mama's rhema right there. My mama going to get out of that bed. She going to recover like Peter's mother-in-law and she going to get Better to the point to where she's going to start back serving. She's going to start back helping the saints. She's going to start back doing this, that, and the other. But say to your neighbor, you got to know that joyful sound. And when you know that joyful sound, you're going to count it all joy even though you're going through trials you going to leap even though, literally speaking, it ain't nothing to leap for. You're going to call it victory even though it feels like defeat. Why? You know the joyful sound. You know it. You know the joyful sound. Say to your neighbor, there there are certain sounds that come forth through words that if you miss that sound or those words, you miss what can change your life, not just for the better, but forever. Bigger and better was happening before COVID. Hold on. And folks weren't hearing the sound. Then COVID came. They didn't hear it. And they're still not hearing. But on the flip side. There are some of us. When he said bigger and better. You didn't have a quarter. In your pocket, but you say, Is here? I heard it. I ain't got a quarter in my pocket, but I heard it. I ain't even got a job, but I heard it. I ain't even got a pot nor a yard, but I heard it. And when you heard it, you started walking therein. And everything about your life changed for the better. And see, understand something. When Deacon Oak spoke earlier about, I know you done change, I know he done transform you, but it's more. That's basically what he said. He wasn't doing nothing but bearing witness to what I was getting ready to proclamate. Say to your neighbor, in the midst of what you're going through, the sound of better is still coming forth. The sound of bigger is still coming forth. The sound of, forth. The sound of you being transformed A change in order to go to another level is still coming forth. But you have to have that knowing in your spirit. The angel knew what Gideon could do, but Gideon didn't have the knowing. know what God wants to do through so many but it's not enough for your pastor to know you got to have a knowing in your spirit and come into agreement with me and then God is going to do what your eyes have not seen your ears have not heard as I close it Notice this. You have to have a knowing of the joyful sound. But look at what happens once you know that joyful sound. Which is not music. Though you need to know music, but not in this case. But anyway. Bless are those, blessed are the people who know the joyful sound. Notice this. They walk. This is their trait. They walk. Oh Lord. In the light. Of your countenance. They walk in your favor. They walk in your kindness. They walk in your mercy. Which are all products of God's word they walk in your word they walk in jesus jesus said i am Ooh, the light i'm the light they walk in the light of your countenance they don't walk in confusion See, see, see I, I couldn't go for all that they were putting forth in reference to COVID. Because one day they say saying one thing, two days later they're saying something else. I, I'm going to believe y'all and y'all keep changing on me. You done told me I need to do this, and now, you, now you're coming up with something else. I know what's happening is real, but, but you ain't real because you don't know what you're doing. Couldn't ignore that COVID wasn't present, but but you got somebody saying one minute, do this, and then two days later, do something else. Then they come back in three weeks saying, look, we know we told you to do this, that, and the other, but now we we seeing that you need to do this. Okay, now you need to get a shot. Hey, but wait a minute. You need extra shots. You need, And we got pills for you. We got something that you can sniff on, something that we can. Come on now. Come on. God is not the author of confusion. You don't want to put folk down, but you got to know your God. You got to know what God is telling you to do because, like it or not, folk will mess you up. Even folk with the best intentions sometimes will wreck your life. You have to know your God. And when you know that, you know his sound, you know his voice, you know his words, then you start walking in his life. It ain't going to be no confusion. See, whenever you hear folks say, I thank God telling me this, but no, 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 no. When it comes to God, you got to understand he is not the author of confusion. Well, why am I just wanting that? It's you. That's what it is. It's you. It ain't no confusion in the Lord. God makes it plain. And, and let me tell you something. That's the reason it's a blessing to have a shepherd. Hold on. According to Jeremiah 3 and 15. And it's a blessing to have friends and people that have the Holy Spirit. And are led by the Holy Spirit. Because if you're trying to listen to me. And you're trying to listen to other folks that don't have the Spirit of God. That's confusion. You gotta make up in your mind who you're gonna listen to. And notice what the psalmist say. You have to hear that joyful sound, and then you gotta walk in the light of God's countenance. Whatever God is putting forth, that's what you walk in. Never walk in confusion. Well, you know he's a professional soul. So It don't matter that he's a professional. Who do you know other than the Holy Spirit that has been assigned to guide you into all truth? That's what John 16 and 13 said. Jesus said when the Holy Spirit has come he's going to guide you into all truth. He's not going to speak of himself. He's going to tell you exactly what I tell him to do, and that's what the Holy Spirit does directly and indirectly. That's the reason it's going to be tough to say, but I'm about to say it. I wouldn't follow anybody that does not have the Holy Spirit. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, don't follow yourself. Don't pay yourself no attention. 'Cause you're gonna mess up your own self. You need to be led by the Holy Spirit. Lord, I'm gonna stop right there. Let's get the Lord a hand of Christ.